All right, I know you're on the edge of your seat today because this interview is a good one. So I'm talking to Patty. Patty is a part of Fit Moms Accelerator. She'll tell you her whole story, but I want to give you just a few highlights in case you're considering whether or not you should stick around because, again, her story is filled with breakthrough and overcoming obstacles and freedom, which is the point, right? So a few things about Patty. When she started, she was really confused about food. If you have felt confused, should I be eating keto or macro or counting calories or whatever, then we'll talk about that today. She is also a CrossFit rebel (laughs) because she is not counting macros and she's not calculating how much protein she's eating and she's having gains in the gym. So Hallelujah. I don't want to be counting things. She doesn't want to be counting things. We don't be writing things down all the time. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to dive deep into some of the spiritual work she's been doing. We're talking about the orphan spirit, how how to recognize maybe why you are resorting to food in moments of stress, anxiety, figuring out some of those roots of what has gone on in your childhood. We're talking about that with Patty, what happened in her childhood that led her to um have this struggle with food and so i don't want to i don't want to ruin it i want you to hear it straight from patty but we'll be talking about generational changes and a quote from her husband i'm gonna say it here and you'll hear her say it again but from her husband he said look how much you've changed this is the best thing you've ever done for yourself and we all want our husbands (laughs) to look at us and believe that this diet, quote unquote, this lifestyle change, whatever it is, can really be the one that we're doing for the last time. And Patty's story is going to encourage you that it is possible. Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast, where we believe that you can go on a journey to lose weight for the last time. I know you've tried all the things and you may not believe me yet, But when you do weight loss the kingdom fit mom's way everything changes you're in the right place if weight is constantly on your mind you're confused about food you're missing out on memories and maybe even putting your dreams off for another day because this weight struggle is no joke we're a community and we're on a mission to invite god into this weight loss journey so you can shed the burden and shine your light I want you to start living and believing in the version of yourself that heaven sees. Let's get started. Okay, today on the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast, we have a special guest for you. You may have seen or heard her story a while back on YouTube, but she is back to bless you with just all her goodies. So hello, Patty. Welcome. Hey, Kelsey. So fun to have you here. So just so our audience gets to know you a little bit, tell us about you, who you are. Who are we talking to today? Yeah. So I'm Patty. I live north of Milwaukee in Wisconsin. I've got three kiddos um, and I'm married uh, 12 years as of this August. Um, and yeah, I um, I homeschool my kids, so that's kind of a fun adventure that I never thought I'd do, uh, but COVID happened, and so we tried it, and we love it. And then I work one day a week as a mental health therapist as well, kids and families, mostly with parents who are trying to help their teens. Awesome. So Patty is busy. She's doing all the things. 
And she's also rocking her health journey. But before we go into that, tell us, tell our audience three things that you're loving right now so we get to know you a little more. Yeah, I am loving gardening, which I've never really been into before, but I I tried it this year and that's been a lot of fun. Um, We started composting this summer too, and I love that. I think it's the coolest thing on the planet Um, just to be able to put all your scraps in this thing on the countertop and then it goes into this big bin and you're ripping up the Amazon boxes that don't have, you know, print on them so that they can turn back into soil that I can use in my garden next year. Anyway, I won't nerd out too much on that, but I'm loving composting. I'm loving gardening. Um, and I love CrossFit. Those are probably some of the things I love most. So you have three little kids in your gardening. So I'm curious, did you keep up with all the weeds or is it like overtaking it? <laughs> <laughs> I did have one chunk where I planted them. Um, and I didn't really have any like rhyme or reason. I was just like, and so I couldn't tell like what was a weed and what was not a weed originally because I didn't plant them in rows. So there was one chunk that was totally a weed garden for probably eight weeks. And then I finally went out with like the app, right? The picture app. And it's like weed, this form of weed was literally all weeds. So I replanted and um, soon we're going to have tomatoes. Soon we're going to have peppers and soon we're going to have cucumbers. So we'll see kind of how that has been surprisingly well maybe not surprisingly but kale has been my most favorite one this year um kale is he, hardy like that stuff just keeps growing right it does keep growing um and my husband does not really like kale from the store but he's like this kale is great like it's not bitter um so yeah that's kind of been a fun surprise too i think i'm gonna have to do a whole podcast about gardening and there's so many analogies and so many things i've learned this year but anyway I'm impressed that you've kept up with three little kids because our garden is lots of, weeks. it's hard when you go away, right? Like yeah. to have something who like my mom's been pretty good about that. Like when we go away, either she or my dad will help like water everything. Cause I can't imagine everything staying good while we were gone for like trips yeah. and stuff. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I'm going to be asking you all the composting questions when we're not recording on a podcast. Cause <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> Okay. So tell us, tell our audience a little bit about your journey from the sense of where you were when we started working together. What drew you to our Fit Moms community? What kind of wins have you had? Kind of tell us a little bit about your health story so far. Yeah. So I've been in Fit Moms for 15 months, I think is the actual amount of time. So I've been doing it for 15 months. Uh, When I started, I felt really confused. What do I eat? How much of it do I eat? How much in what macros do I eat? Um, you know, I'm really involved in the CrossFit community. They're really big on macros and hitting this protein number and stuff like that. Um, I had tried a lot of different diets, right? Keto and Weight Watchers and Paleo and plant-based. And um, even I think um, my husband and I have now been married for 12 years. I mean, for my entire journey, it's been one program after another, trying one program after another. And finally, when I said, like, I want to try this program, he said, you know, what makes this program different? And I said, well, um, I'm hoping that I can figure out how to connect this more to God, because I think that's the piece that I'm missing. Um, And so that's why I decided to eventually kind of take in the plunge. But I just was really confused and just kind of bobbing from one thing to the next, um, hoping something would work. Yeah. I think I've, I've said this before, but I love it. 
it makes me smile when I think about that original conversation because you're like, should I do keto or should I do plant-based? Which are two like <laughs> near- Exact opposites. Yeah. <laughs> but so now are you counting macros at all? Just so our audience kind of knows where you're at with food. Yeah. So my, my honest statement is that when I start to count macros, it's usually a yellow flag in my head um, that somehow like I'm- I'm stuck in kind of like maybe a striving mode or trying to accomplish something that maybe is not what I'm supposed to be focusing on right now. So honestly, like if I get to that point, it's sort of a yellow flag to me at this point. Um, I don't really count them. I really leaned into kind of the intuitive eating. Um, even just like the last couple of days I was feeling, Oh, I don't feel so great. Like I'm going to just kind of, I'm going to take out meat for a couple of days. I'm going to eat more plant-based. Um, and then today I was like, I am like, dragging. And so I just ate a lot more protein today and I feel great. So it just feels good to be able to listen to my body and know like, this is what I need. Um, instead of this is the number that I have to achieve because blank said so. Yeah. Yay. That's so freeing, right? (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. And I think, um, I didn't realize how freeing that would be, but it is a huge freedom piece that I don't have to be constantly pulling out like my fitness pal or writing it down or whatever it is. And how much weight have you lost? Like what other wins have you had physically? Yeah. So I have maintained kind of keeping 15 pounds off. So that is my overall, um, you know, I've, I've toyed with kind of working harder, quote unquote, to let or really dialing in, if you will, to try to lose more. But I really feel good about that number and where I'm at. Um, what was your second question? Oh, the other, the physical wins that I've had, right? Yeah. Um, well, so when I started the program, I had like four wardrobes. I had the clothes. I don't think I'm ever going to fit into the clothes that I really hope I could maybe fit into like my pregnancy clothes and postpartum clothes. Right now I have a two-year-old now. So I was able to get rid of all these different wardrobes and just have one, (laughs) which seems like a small thing, but I think, um, to have us one wardrobe to be able to go into and really feel like confident in the clothes that I was wearing and feel good about it. Um, I'm wearing a dress today, but as you commented kind of earlier before we started, like that's really uncommon for me. Um, but since I started doing the program and lost more weight, I do want to look nicer more often for me, for my husband, just for fun. Um, whereas before I really felt like that was, that was hard for me to do. Um, and then I've seen a lot of, um, gains like in the gym. So going to the gym's always been really important to me. I've always identified as an athlete, but once I lost 15 pounds, I was able to do things like pull-ups or other gym movements that, um, are just harder when you're heavier. Um, and so that was really encouraging and freeing and to have the people in the gym say, wow, like it's coming together for you. Like, I think for people to notice that was really encouraging, I think too. Yeah. So you're, you're the rebel CrossFitter. You quit counting macros and you still got gains in the gym. (laughs) I did. I did. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Patty broke the mold. I love it. So I have no other way. (laughs) So you've rocked it with all of your physical wins and 15 pounds was about what your goal weight was, right? Yes. So she's hit her goal weight. You've maintained over a year out now. But one Mm -hmm. of the parts of your story, well, there's several parts that I find really inspiring, really how you embrace bringing God into this journey and letting him heal you from that diet culture and the confusion about food, but also body image, how to invite him in. So can you tell us what that has looked like for you? 
Yeah. Um, so I think, I think initially I really focused in, in the fit moms community of like practicalities. Um, and so I, I was able to lose weight quickly, but then I started to gain some of it back. Um, and I think that was because I hadn't really done some more of like the inner work and the, what is God's, who does God say that who I am? And, and if I really believe that, then what does that mean to live that out? And so I think one of the things that's been really transformational for me is um, you had us listen to or encouraged us to kind of listen to this. I think it's like eight or nine part podcast of of the orphan spirit um, and this idea of like dwelling at the father's table and that there's always a place for you there. But we, we often go off to find other things or we think we know better. Right. With a different plan. And. We don't actually, right? And, and what do we trade that for, right? We trade these quick quick experiences for longer joy that we're missing. And I think that really resonated with me a lot. I really, I listened into those podcasts. I think the for the first three months, I listened through them twice. And that was really encouraging to me and really to like solidify my identity. And then after that, I really stepped into, so while I was listening to those, then I was really trying to work on, you know, eating real food and, um, noticing maybe when I was going to the pantry or when I wanted a quick snack to like help boost. And I would say I was feeling stressed, but what I was really feeling is, you know, sad and like I needed comfort and like I needed company during a difficult moment of my day. And, and for me, a lot of my difficult moments surrounded around my kids and this sense of a lot of anxiety. And, and so really kind of looking at that, and longer term, I think in the program, what I've really figured out is, you know, from some experiences I had as a kid, I really kind of internalized this sense of I have to accomplish um, to be loved. If I don't accomplish enough, then I'm not worthy of love. And and I found that that was in a lot of contradiction, in a lot of contradiction from what God has called us and said to us. Right. I have redeemed you. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Um, and so then I was kind of met with this like, whoa, like I've been living my entire 34 years of life as if I have to prove myself and I don't. Um, and that was massively freeing um, to then be able to look at the pace of my life. How fast was I living? Um, moving from one thing to the next, not because I felt like God was necessarily calling me to it, but because I felt like. I had to put this tally mark up on my identity. Um, so I think one of the like really practical things I've done to help with that is, is affirmations. I really dialed in on like making these statements day after day, every morning over my life, recording myself saying them, even though I felt hokey, Kelsey, and I didn't do it. You told me to do it. And I didn't for like eight weeks. I said, I'm not doing it. It's hokey. Um, <laughs> I did do it. And it's so helpful because then when you're tired or when you're just not feeling it, you just press play, right? Like, and eventually you really lean into, um, you know, some of these truths. So one of mine was like, I am a daughter of God. There is no need of benefit to striving. Papa has room at the table for me. Um, and that kind of comes from that orphan spirit. Um, so then I started speaking some affirmations over my kids' lives and my, in our homeschool experience and started to see a lot of fruit there. Um, and then in my, um, experience, like in my marriage. So it's, it's been cool that as, as I've done some of the inner work, this work that I think God has wanted me to do probably for a long time, I finally was able to do it because I wasn't constantly thinking 
about food all the time or how I looked all the time. Or I think you have, you have this beautiful phrase about this, right? You shed the burden so you can shine the light, right? And I just, I really do feel that of like, wow, look at the last 15 months of my life. Look at what God's been able to do in my heart. Look at the change I'm making generationally, um, you know, both in like our identity, but also like in what we put in our mouths and it does affect us and it does affect how tired we are. Um, so yeah, I just rambled for a long time. I think I answered your question though. <laughs> that was great. What kind of change generationally do you feel like you're making? Like, do you notice anything now in your family, like even with your kids or with your husband? Yeah. Um, so we live really close to my family. Um, and so I think one of the changes I noticed is like, as I was cooking healthier food, um, my, my family was willing to try it. They didn't always love it. My husband didn't always love it, but they tried it. And then they started cooking it and it was like, oh my goodness, like, holy cow. Um, I think for my kids too, like we've, we've always, I've always tried to give them vegetables. Um, but I was less giving them vegetables. I think the heart behind it was, was different and more obedient, right? Like it wasn't giving vegetables so that I could then tell my mom friends that like, look, my kids ate their broccoli last night mm-hmm. because then that was like, and it's sad. Like it's sad when I say it out loud, but I think this is a lot of culture. I don't think it was just me of like, look, here's my tally mark as a parent. Like I'm a good enough parent. Love me. And it was like, and it's like, I don't feel that way anymore. Like I, this is the food we feed our bodies because this is the food God has given us. And man, like we always do thought we knew better. So we mm-hmm. packaged crap up and we came up with these <laughs> radical things you had to do. And, um, and I just, I, I do, I see it in my kids. Like, you know, my eldest is pretty, pretty funny but she's like when I'm when I'm a mommy I'm gonna make my kids eat vegetables at every meal too and uh I'm not gonna let them have juice because we don't need all that sugar like um you know then in the next breath she's like can I have a cookie Uh, (laughs) they are kids (laughs) after all (laughs) there's no kids um but yeah I think so those are some of the changes I've seen and I think generationally um like I was striving for this love and this identity and I was pushing that on my kids um, and now I can start to see I am not perfect. Um, so I still struggle with that. But sometimes when I know now I notice it and I'm like, oh, shoot. Like and then I'm like, hold on, like mommy, mommy is wrong. Like mommy needs to ask for forgiveness. Like we do not have to be perfect. And like it says in the Bible that everything we do, we do it as if we do it for the Lord. Right. So we do our best, even though our best is not perfect. Right. And like really reframing like it's not effort because I have to be a good kid for them. It's not effort because mommy needs you to be perfect. It's we, we give everything because God's given us so much and that's how we love him in return. Um, and that's a whole new story that, that I didn't, I didn't remember retaining as a kid. That's awesome. I love that. And what about your husband? What has he thought of this new diet journey? That's not a diet. <laughs> he loves it. Um, he's thrilled. I mean, I, he was, on, I probably, I, I don't know this because he's never said this, but I think he was probably pretty skeptical when I said like, this is going to be the last one. Cause I remember him being like, what's going to be different about this one. And I said, this is it. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, and he, he has not said it outright, but he's like, look at how much you've changed. And a couple of times I've talked about like, well, I, I guess I don't need to be going anymore. Um, like to these meetings or whatever, like, and he's like, why would you stop? He's like, this is the best thing you've ever done for yourself. Why would you stop? Like, I'm, I'm all in on this with you. Um, so he feels better when we eat well too. And he notices he sometimes, if I'm picking up a snack at night, he 
he's a good accountability for me. Uh, like, are you sure you want that? Like, is that important to you right now? Okay. Fine. Like, okay. Not judgmentally, but like a good check for me sometimes too. Yeah. Um, and then he's kind of really starting in on his own thing of like, he wants to get stronger. He wants to, you know, gain some weight in order to kind of feel better in his own body. So I think we've seen change that way too. You go. It's awesome. So proud of you. So what about, it's, do you have a favorite Bible verse that has really influenced you in this weight loss journey? I think, yeah. So there's a verse in second Corinthians 10, five, it says we take all thoughts captive and we make them obedient to Christ. Um, and I, you know, I, it's, so I think that's one piece one, because I think thoughts are so important. The narrative that we let play in our brain is so important, right? That's why those affirmations I think are so important. Um, and have been at least so important to me because it's literally what I believe and think now versus before I, I, I think I said I believed it, but I didn't actually. So I, I think that one. And then I think just the reality of like, we are loved. We are God's children, that nothing separates us from the love of God. What we do, I mean, right? Like, and I think they're really resonating in that like, wow, nothing. Okay, then I can be free to live as God has called me because mm-hmm. nothing separates us. Yeah, so good. So let's say you're out for coffee with somebody who's been struggling with their weight for a long time, and she is trying to go on this journey to better health, truly losing weight for the last time. Just like you said, what advice would you give her? Like, how would you encourage her on that coffee date? I think I would tell her to take it slow, which is not what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Katie had a great interview a couple weeks ago of like how she took it slow and I so admire that and love that about her. Um, but like, I, you know, if I guess if I met someone who was kind of like me, who was a striver, I would, I would kind of tell them one thing, pick one thing, right. And really make that obedient to Christ. Um, I think I would really tell them to hone in on their thoughts though, too. Like what you say to yourself, what you, the tape that you let run in your head without pausing or stopping it matters. Um, and so what are you saying to yourself about food? Are you saying, to yourself, I deserve this. Well, why do you deserve this? Because you work so hard. Well, then again, for me, that's like, a, are you striving a little bit and trying to just attain and trying to just earn? Then we're, we're, that's false. Like that's a faulty thought process. That's not accurate. That's not biblical, right? So I, I think check your thoughts um, is probably a big piece of advice. And, you know, just don't do it alone. <laughs> I just got to say, like, we as Americans suck at this. <laughs> we want to do it all by ourselves. And that's probably not just an American thing, but I live in America and I see it. Like, I, you know, like, I, we just, we suck at not asking for help and doing it with people. And I think you learn so much in community with people. So stop trying to do it by yourself um, and do it with people. Um, join a community um, where people are smarter than you or have done it before, or have had success and learn from them. Yeah. So you've been in, so the program Patty's been in, it's Fit Moms Accelerator. So if anyone else, maybe people are wondering about the program, is there anything else you want to share about your experience inside of Fit Moms Accelerator? I'm just amazed at like how faithful God is to just the showing up. I think like even if you show up and you're in a crappy mindset, right? Or if you're just like, I'm just not here for this tonight. Like God moves, God speaks. Like that's, that's what God does. He can't, what was the Bible first that says like he, he is faithful. He cannot be unfaithful 
because that's his character. Right. And I think that I've seen that time and time again, where people show up, they're not all in it. And then God does something incredible. Right. So I think um, that's the other part is like, expect God to move because that's God's character. Yes. So good. And we see that a lot because we often, so in Fit Moms Accelerator, we have our weekly meetings for accountability. And sometimes I go into these meetings, just kind of letting the spirit lead and somebody will bring up a topic and it just leads to something else, which leads to questions that other people had. And it's just really cool to see the spirit move and then break things off, you know? So, so right. All right, Patty. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. I know it's going to bless the women listening and thank you all for listening today to Kingdom Fit Moms podcast. Thanks for having me. Okay, if you loved listening to Patty's interview as much as I enjoyed recording it and you're starting to recognize your own need for this deeper dive immersion into Fit Moms Accelerator, into being in a community, having coaching so that you're not doing this alone, so that you know the next steps to take out the guesswork, to figure out how you can have this type of freedom for yourself then we want to invite you to apply to join us in Fit Moms Accelerator. This is the program for women who are ready, who are saying, okay, enough's enough, Lord. Like I am diving in and doing this thing. I'm breaking this chain so that I can go do what you've called me to do. Stop thinking about weight all the time. Live out my kingdom purpose in freedom. If you're in a place where you're ready to take that challenge to spend the next six months with us, really focused on relaying those health foundations and I want you to hop down into the comments, click the link to apply to be a part of Fit Moms Accelerator today. Hey Fit Mom, if this episode blessed you today and you can think of somebody else who's struggling in her weight loss journey, would you consider sharing this week's episode with her to give her a sense of hope? And then while you're at it, hop on over to our free Facebook community, Kingdom Fit Moms, for daily encouragement and support. Let's go shed the weight to shine the